Merry Christmas to you all. Like you, when I was growing up, my family would often go, always actually go to the Vigil Mass on Christmas Eve, and then we would, on Christmas Day, have our presents at home, and then have something with my dad's family, usually brunch, and then something with my mom's family, usually dinner. But uh, one year, when I was about 14 years old, that didn't quite go to plan, because in my entire life, I've never heard my parents argue, except on Christmas morning, when I was about 14 years old. And boy, did they get into it. Uh, I don't exactly know what the uh, details of that argument were. I was downstairs, they were up on, in the, I was in the basement, they were up in their room, I guess. But it ended with my dad screaming, which he never did, ever, to my brother and me, my older brother, to get our clothes on and to get in the car. And neither one of us have ever done my father's will so perfectly as in that moment, because we knew we had to listen to dad. All right? Needless to say, Christmas was a little tense, a little awkward that year. And I bring this up not to dunk on my parents. They're wonderful and holy people. The fact that they put up with me for as long as they have is a sign of their sanctity and goodness. The reason I bring it up is because in that moment, in that day, kind of the fairy tale, the lie of the perfect Christmas came crashing down. So often we can get caught up in the having to think our life should be a fairy tale, that the, the days that are supposed to be good are supposed to be the best days of our life. But in reality, we know that's just not true, that sometimes the beautiful things become really ugly. The things that are supposed to be really good are really difficult and hard. And this is the truth of our life. But this is precisely why Jesus Christ, the second person of the Trinity, the Son of God, became a human being. So that all of that garbage could be redeemed. He doesn't, God does not come into this world to make the good better. He makes it possible for even the evil, even the difficult, even the worst parts of our life to be something that matters. To be saved, to be redeemed. Because we are made for relationship union with not only God but with each other we are made for this and we know this that we are our best selves when we are in relationship when we can give and receive love sacrificially and find something new in that sacrifice but we also know that every relationship we have is tinted is tinged is hurt by sin by our pride by our ego by our brokenness that no matter how much we desire something to be perfect, seemingly the harder we try, the more imperfect it becomes. There is but one bridge. There is but one thing that can take us from brokenness to wholeness, from sin to grace, from this life to the next. And it is the child Jesus Christ that we celebrate today. It is God made man. He and he alone is the path toward which we can find our happiness, our salvation, our joy, and our peace. But our God doesn't just come from on high and reign over us. He stoops down to the lowest part of humanity. He is born in utter poverty, in utter silence, in the most podunk area to no fanfare whatsoever. Who are the ones who greet him? Filthy, stinking shepherds who are sleeping in the fields. 
But that is exactly why he comes. So that every aspect of our life, in particular the difficult ones, can be redeemed. There is nothing in your life Christ does not desire to save, to make whole, to make one, to bring about your goodness through. Each and everything in your life, the sleeping in the fields, the brokenness, the bad relationships, the Christmas mornings that were ruined. He desires to make that whole. My parents got into a fight over tw- I was 20 years ago on Christmas morning, but you know what? They love each other more today. Not in spite of it, but because they worked through it, through the grace of God. And that is what the Lord desires for each and every one of us. To not get stuck down and bogged down in our brokenness, but to bring them to Him and let Him lift us up. Let him bring us to something greater, something grander. And he comes to us today, innocent child in the manger. And like a baby, he looks up to each and every one of us. And he desires to hold us as we would hold a child, as we would hold him if he were in our very arms. That's the way he desires to hold us. Not in spite of our sins, but because of our brokenness. We are called and we are given this grace of Jesus, of God becoming one of us, so that all things can be made new, all things can be made whole. What do you need to bring to Jesus? What needs healing in your life? He came to save that. He came to deliver you from sin, as we heard from St. Paul's letter to Titus. The people who walk in darkness, the prophet Isaiah says, have seen the great light. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill.